Hey everyone, this is Tamise Cross. I'm the worship director at Soma Northwest and today is Wednesday, May 6th. Welcome to another episode of our new podcast initiative designed to help you practice the way of Jesus in a time of global pandemic. Today, I want to share with you the importance of singing to lift our spirits and also lead you through a song afterward to do what it says in Philippians chapter four, verse nine, to put into practice what we have learned. I first want to encourage us to reflect on or for some of us, remember Romans chapter 10, verse 17. It says there that faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. It is through the word of God that we are able to learn not only the importance of singing to lift our spirits, but also observe the results that come from us practicing and living out the scriptures. The Old Testament shows us in Isaiah chapter 61, verse three, that God has given us a garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. We are also encouraged in James chapter one to count it all joy when we face many trials. Matter of fact, let's go there real quick. James chapter one, verses two and three. And it says, count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. Singing to lift our spirits is what God desires for us to do at all times to combat the spirit of heaviness. John chapter four shows us that God is looking for worshipers. He said that he is looking for worshipers that will worship him in spirit and in truth. Matter of fact, if you go there with me right now, John chapter four, verses 23 and 24, this is what it says. But the hour is coming and is now here when the true worshipers will worship the father in spirit and truth. For the father is seeking such people to worship him. God is spirit and those who worship him must worship him in spirit and truth. I encourage you to take some moments in order to reflect on that. First of all, reflecting on the fact that God is spirit. And he had already showed us in the Old Testament in Isaiah 61 and 3 that in exchange for a spirit of heaviness, he has given us a garment of praise. That garment of praise is something that we can learn about through his scriptures as far as learning about the importance of singing joyfully. Singing in praise no matter what is going on. I come to tell you that I am truly a witness that the joy of the Lord is our strength. Growing as a worshiper has allowed me to become more acquainted with who God says he is. God is our refuge. God is our comfort. I'm reminded of a scripture that says that the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run to it and they are safe. And I am able to tell you as a witness, a lot of my running results in me singing worship, singing worship songs that include his word. And it allows me to meditate on everything that I am saying and singing at the same time, while I mentally ask the Lord to comfort me and strengthen me in my times of difficulties, in my times of trouble. The scriptures tell us that for every temptation, and that's every temptation to drift, to give up, to be depressed, and to be angry, the Bible says that there's a way of escape. And one of those ways is to worship God. 
So I challenge you to worship in the way that Paul and Silas did. And um, there's a description of that in Acts chapter 16. I'm only going to read verse 25, but I'll encourage you to read the whole chapter. So we'll go there real quick. In Acts chapter 16, 25, it says, About midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the other prisoners were listening to them. There's a commentator that's anonymous, but he wrote a description saying that singing in the darkest moments of our lives seems strange. However, it's what God people should do when we are struggling in literal or emotional prisons. We sing our way free from the bondage of fear and anxiety. And in doing so, our faith is strengthened to press forward another day. I'd have to say this is true. While we may not literally be in a prison, we might emotionally feel like we are. Being isolated from our family members, our friends, being restricted, not being able to do what we would freely want to do. Instead, we are having to stay home. That's a hard thing to process, especially when we read scripture and the word says, count it all joy. (laughs) I don't know about your reaction, but I do react sometimes when I read the word of God. Sometimes I'm like, what? How do I do this? I always ask the Lord to show me, show me, Lord, how can I count it all joy? And he leads us through his scriptures. As he show us, even in Acts 16, 25, Paul and Silas, they were literally in prison. And late in the midnight hour, they were singing hymns to God. They were singing praises to God. This is an example to us that late in the midnight hour, late in the darkest moments of our lives, when we're tempted to be depressed, when we're tempted to be afraid, when we're tempted to be angry and frustrated and irritated, the way of escape through this time is to sing praises to the Lord, to sing of the hope that we know about, that we know trouble doesn't last always. We know that we serve a savior, a king of kings, the Lord of lords, who is able to deliver us. We are able to sing hymns and praises to God because we know that we are just like what the scriptures say. We're sojourners on this earth. We're just visitors. This is not our home. But while we are here, will you be the worshiper that God is looking for? Think about this. It's not about our preferences. It's not about the song. Our worship is not just limited to the song nor the rhythm of the music. As a believer, we said, Jesus, you are the Lord of my life. You are in control and whatever you want me to do, I will do it. John chapter four is reminding us, I'm looking for worshipers. I'm looking for those who will worship me no matter what. Therefore, I want you to just think about this. It's not about what you don't like. It's about what God wants and it's about what he loves. I think about this. Most of the fellas that I know in my life, they don't like flowers, but If they're in a relationship with a female and she does, what would he choose to do? Do you think he would say to this female that he likes? I don't like flowers, so I'm not giving you any. Or do you think he would say, because you love them and because I love you, I'll give you whatever you want. 
That's the type of response that the Lord wants from us as his bride. He wants worship. No matter how we feel, no matter what's going on, because we are believers and we believe in his word, we are called to worship him. So I want to encourage you to, um, if you're able, there's a song by Mercy Me that I truly enjoy. Um, And maybe you could take some time and listen to it. I'll sing a little excerpt of it as we practice thinking through what all was just said. And we practice doing it, worshiping him. So as you listen, maybe you can meditate on the words that I'm singing. But let's just go ahead and take one minute and worship the Lord. I'm finding myself at a loss for words. And the funny thing is, it's okay. The last thing I need is to be heard. But to hear what you would say, word of God speak. Would you pour down like rain, washing my eyes to see your majesty to be still and know that you're in this place. Please let me stay rest in your holiness. Word of God speak. I hope you allow a couple moments for some silence in order for the word of God to speak currently right where you are. Be blessed and be encouraged in Jesus name. God bless you.